Oh, man, Yesenia. Oh, man, DeAndre. Uh, it had to happen uh, at some point. At least we're getting it out of the way early. I'm sure it's going to be the first of many, but this episode's probably going to be a little bit of a downer. But, <laughs> I mean, uh, we're going to try to do our best to make it not so um, emotional. But, yeah, today's subject matter is a little, it's going to be a little spicy. I'll leave it at that. Yes, to all of our listeners, this particular topic is probably one of the reasons why we wanted to create this podcast uh as much as we love talking about video games and going to get ramen uh this is the other side of the ramen raiders that not everyone really gets to hear about so yeah uh, between simmering and us streaming you only get to hear us you know being being lively being fun being funny you don't really get to see the emotional side of us Granted, it's only uh, a few of us here today. However, again, as Yasinia said, it's a side that not a lot of people get to see. You may, you may laugh, you may cry, you may feel something. Whatever the case may be, we're here to take you for a journey. We're here to take Unless you for a ride. Unless you're and just don't feel anything, then <laughs> you might want to seek professional help. Yeah, you might need a little help there, bucko. But in the meantime, before you get help, why don't you stick around? Hope you enjoy your ride for the next hour or so. As Yesenia and Yandre, listen to me talking to third person. <laughs> As Yesenia and I take you on a ride to get a little soft boiled. You are now tuned in to the Soft Boiled Podcast with Yandre and Yesenia, your one stop shop for all things relationships. Now sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Yesenia, we're back for another exciting episode. Oh, uh, I totally didn't tell you this. I'm keeping this in. Uh, I'm not numbering these anymore in the episode. I'm just gonna. Oh, thank goodness. I'm, I'm not doing one, two, three, four, five. I'm not doing that anymore. It's too tedious. I'm tired of doing it. Doing it. So we're just going from here on out. Um, speaking of going, we're going down memory lane. Probably talking about some stuff that we'd all rather forget. It's gonna be a heavy, a heavy topic today. The question of the day, or actually not even the question, the topic of today's episode is breakups and heartbreaks. Woo! Yeah. Yeah, we love getting our heart broken. Yes. Yeah, yeah, woo. You know who else loves getting their heart broken is our good friend over here by the name of Teddy. <laughs> you probably heard him. Uh, actually, uh, you definitely heard him on our other podcast, Simmering with the Ramen Raiders. Teddy. Teddy, welcome to Soft Boiled. Thank you, thank you. I like getting my heart broken. How, yeah, how do I Your love? facial expression said it all. <laughs> no, DeAndre, I, I do not like getting my heart broken. It just so happens that it happens to me. It happens to the best but, of us sometimes, unfortunately. <laughs> but again, uh, they, uh, thank you for having me on Soft Boiled tonight. Hello, everyone. I am Teddy. Uh, you've heard me on Simmering, part of uh, part of the Ramen Raiders, and you can find me at on Instagram at Ted the Bear. Ace. Yes, you can. Uh, Teddy, I have a question for you. If you're open to answering, uh, if you're comfortable with it too, if you're open to. Um, sharing what you identify in terms of gender and then in terms of uh, your sexual preferences. I don't know so, if I said that right. 
Your sexual identity? Orientation. Orientation. There it is. Like, there's there's oh, okay. a word that I'm missing. Sexual <laughs> orientation. There we go. So I go by he, him, his. And uh, I guess sexual orientation is single. Uh, right? That's what we're going for. No. That's, that's like, no, that's that's like relationship status. status. Uh, like heterosexual. Uh, oh, uh, heterosexual. Sorry. Sorry. I didn't well, go to school. a long what day, y'all. You have, uh, right, it you has have your, uh, your local social worker and your local nurse, and we can't get sexual orientation right today. <laughs> it takes the village idiot to get that right for both of y'all. <laughs> um, and you're single, yes? Or is it or is it complicated? What's going on, Teddy? Is there news no, that I haven't? No. Nah. Okay. Nah, 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 nah. I know sometimes I'm a little late to the party with you guys. Is and... that like a nah, it's not complicated? Or is it like nah, I'm single? Nah, I'm single as fuck. There you go. Hey, so you hear that, ladies? You know, he's he's single as fuck, ready to mingle, I'm sure. You need to fix that. You need to fix that, Teddy. No more single no more single life for the boys in the group and girls for that matter. Like but, I got like another year of being single, okay, and then I'll go back into trying an, to commit. A year? That's a too long. Come on. Isn't it like for how long you dated somebody is that you double it to heal from the breakup? I, is that how it works? I've never Something heard that. Like that. I've never heard that formula ever. <laughs> no. I know. I'm like, I'm way past the quota if that's the case. <laughs> well, since since uh, two of us here are single, I happen to be the only one in the relationship. Uh, oh, I'm DeAndre. I have hell, a relationship. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. My girlfriend's hot. Give me, give me all the heat. I love it. <laughs> Um. Uh, so, who who wants to start it off, man? Breakups, heartbreaks. Uh, do we want to start with heartbreaks? Do we want to go with breakups first? How how do we want to approach this? You're the host. You tell me. I feel like breakups is a more juicier conversation because mm. it's either like you're being broken up with, or you do the or you up. broke up with someone. Regardless, it's a shitty situation on both ends. Uh, but I think it also entails a much juicier conversation. Okay, okay. Uh, well, with that being said, I guess um, I guess I'll lead it off since I don't I don't know if I had the most recent breakup out of the three of us. I'm not I my last relationship I, I, except for obviously the one I'm currently in now. Like I guess the last one I was in um, before this ended last year in February. Wait. I think we talked about this on a previous episode. Dean, did we go through breakups together and not even realize we went through breakups together? Uh, I think my so. relationship ended in February of last year. Yeah, I think. Yeah, I don't know if we ever talked. We could about have been it. heartbroken, eating ramen together and healing. Oh man, yeah, I would have loved. Wow, it. I'm so I, upset. Yeah, I was, I was, ooh, so in my feelings. So, to our listeners, please tell your friends when you're heartbroken. So you can go get ramen together and heal together. Mm-hmm. I would have joined join y'all like uh, the pre uh the next month. Yeah, I, I, I remember that's when yours happened. <laughs> I mean, we went to a party and we and we oh we almost shed tears together. Because <laughs> Teddy, I tell you what, man, that night, uh, the night you showed me the text of of you and your your girl, uh, or I we'll get into that, but like. But man, we when you showed me those texts. I oh my god, I almost lost it. <laughs> but I'm glad you did it because if you lost it, I would have lost. Oh yeah, it would have been all bad for everybody at that party, man. They would have been like, "What the hell are these? Two, are these two crying?" About? Don't drink the punch. 
Mm. Don't drink the Kool-Aid. But we're, we're sorry, that was a terrible reference. <laughs> but we'll get we'll get we'll get to your juicy your juicy deeds in a second. Uh but yeah, mine was last February, February of last year. Um it did take me quite a while to heal from that. I I'd wanna say maybe up until the end of last year, uh, when I finally was uh I wouldn't even say maybe not fully a hundred percent healed, but maybe like ninety ninety-ish percent, you know uh done healing uh to the point where i was you know ready to i was ready to start dating again that way i could at least you know make the commitment to myself that yeah i'm over i'm over her i'm over that last the last relationship i need to you know i need to move on in my life at some point so that happened in february and man the way it happened was was just Oh, it killed me on the inside. But uh, on one, for uh, the main reason, a lot of it's gonna sound shitty, but there's a reasoning behind it. Uh, it we she did it through text, which I know is never you know the way you want to go about the way you never want to go about those things, unfortunately. But in this in this case, I get it because we were long distance. She lived in uh reno and i live here in the bay area for those of you that don't that aren't aware of geography reno and the bay area are like three hours apart from each other so uh, i i was the one who would always go out to see her almost every weekend for almost the entirety of our relationship so i went out i went out there quite a bit so to say that i wasn't dedicated to the relationship is patently false um but I ju- I do remember it was it was maybe like a week or so after my birthday uh, that it happened. It was like right before Valentine's Day too, so it was in that little two week window of the beginning of February and and uh, Valentine's Day when it happened. And oh man, yeah, I didn't I didn't cry right there. Oh no, I take that back. I did cry right there, but it wasn't it wasn't the cry, if you know what I mean. It wasn't that good you know, let it all out, emotional type, type cry that we all like to have. And that, that came like maybe like a week or so later, but yeah, that, that breakup, phew, that was not fun. I, man, for like, for, for a month or so after the fact, I was in such a rut. I had such a gloomy, dark cloud over my head at work. I was just, I was lethargic. I wouldn't talk to anybody. I just wanted to be by myself. I would, I would try to go hide from everyone, and and hold back tears. <laughs> and oh god, yeah, it was ugly. It was a little rough time. But Dean's back, baby. Back and better than ever. <laughs> With literally your twin flame, can I just add? Yeah, it's, uh, it's the craziest thing. It's it's wild. I think I might like her more than you do. <laughs> I mean, I mean, hey, that sounds like it sounds like fun to me. The claw, <laughs> <laughs> the vulture. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> um, any other breakups that felt really impactful for you, DeAndre? <laughs> um. Not necessarily because, uh, as, as you guys know, I don't really date that often. It's mostly like hookups and flings and, you know, things like that. Never really relationships. 
uh i will probably get into this a little later but uh i would primarily not I, I i don't do this anymore in my young in my younger days i would do this but i was a ghoster and uh that would be hey, don't flip me off teddy <laughs> uh oh guys oh oh i'm sorry the audacity of this man i'm Look, sorry when you were a ghoster you were the worst person that ever existed on the planet look, and that goes for all people who ghost by the way look like I'm so i said i you outgrown that face yes i'm not a ghoster anymore i know how to communicate with people i've been ghosted like kind of not recently but maybe like uh a few months into my whole phase getting back out there again like i got ghosted and it didn't feel good so i was like fuck that sucks but yeah breakups that was that was that breakup was probably the one that hit me the most hardest the rest of them are just kind of been like whatever you know mutual mutual partings nothing really too spicy to talk about there um yeah you can't really tell theodore evelyn mosby but i'm staring right at you Oh, oh, so you want me to go? <laughs> yes. I feel like y'all have heard my breakup so many times already. Yeah, but maybe we, my other one you haven't, but we hear him again. Yeah, but Teddy, I would love to hear yours. Well, not love to hear it because <laughs> fuck that bitch, but also like I want to hear yours. Ah, so where do I begin? So, problem with me is that I treat every relationship seriously, like, as you, as you should. Uh, anytime a breakup happens, I'm the one that's sad. I think there was, like, two times where I wasn't as sad, but I was still sad, but it's not uh, to the degree of, like, ah, shit, here we go again. The worst, I feel like it was after being ghosted. Ooh. That's you, bro. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so it was my long-distance relationship. It was someone uh, I was with uh, from the Philippines. So uh, it was a complicated relationship, but I felt like we were together. And then after meeting her, I thought, all right, this is the turning point. When I came back to the States, um, we were talking for a bit. And then after that, no communication no i didn't get a response i didn't get like hey fuck off i would have taken that but the fact that i got nothing hurt a lot more like i i couldn't believe like the the effect it had on me like i thought you know i would say like yeah screw her i'm i'm pretty much over it but as I thought about it, I was never over it. Like, it would just, it would be lingering. Like, that looming feeling, like, randomly, it would just pop up, and then you get all sad. Like, it had that hold on me, and I'm like, fuck! So, that one was really bad. I, like, initially, yes, like, it, it really hit me hard. But, you know, after that, healing and recovery phase you're like all right i'm good i can get back to life but it's like it never it, it it was that thorn that never like i could never get out of me until uh until my uh recent relationship which uh was short-lived but you know it helped me heal on that like she helped me forget absolutely about the other girl i was like oh shit and then she broke my heart. 
through text. You see how it goes. Through text. Uh, I'm like, that one, I'm like, I'm not upset that it happened. No, I'm upset that it happened. I, I still don't understand, like, why. <laughs> like, I never got a full explanation. And then, yes, I, I, I keep having to remind myself she doesn't owe me an explanation. But honestly, it would have been like, can, can you just tell me why? <laughs> me saying you don't need an explanation, but me telling you, explain. Yeah, you never got that I'm... closure, huh? No, yeah. and and I'm like, what did I do wrong? It's like you, uh, DeAndre, like asking for like, um, like, uh, feedback. Mm-hmm. I, I could have used like, hey, it, we ended because of this, and I'm like, oh, okay, noted. I'm not gonna like, you know, given there's no formula to be in a relationship, but you know, it it just helps to know. Okay, that can be annoying to some people. That wouldn't work in this situation. I but, think yeah. also to play both sides of it is like some people really just get so much like angst about the breaking up that all they can do is just do the breakup and not give a reason and not to make it justified or say that it's right or anything. Um, I think, you know, it's that piece of closure that just helps us and helps our brains kind of like put an end to a chapter and not have so many question marks. Um, but I think on the other side of it too, might be better that you didn't know why, because then I think I, I could see, like, not just you, but I think any of us would beat ourselves up over the reason why they give us and, like, ruminate on that. So, like, oh, you texted me too much. Mm-hmm. You might consider yourself clingy and, like, really ruminate and make it, like, this bigger thing that you don't like about yourself. And then it becomes about beating yourself up and talking bad about yourself and thinking bad about yourself. Yeah. I totally agree. That could yeah. be. Go ahead. Yeah, it's it's kind of it's kind of twofold. I mean, I agree with you and everything, but it's also like at the same time, you could you could do those same things when they don't give you the answer, you know? Because you ask, you just ask yourself all this, like Teddy said, well, you know, what's wrong with me? What did I do wrong? Uh, was I not loving enough? Did I love too much? Did I not give her enough attention? Too much? Yeah, all these, all all these. All these arbitrary questions just go through your head because you are trying to rationalize in your head what went wrong, where did it go wrong? And I was doing that for the longest time with my breakup. I was I was I was in my head for a long time. I was asking what's what did I do wrong? What is wrong with me? You know. Uh I did everything I could, you know, I fought for it and all that stuff, but you know, in the end, you know, stuff happened. Yeah. But yeah, man, that closure, man. Pfft. It's like when you don't get that, it's like fuck. Yeah. Or even when you do get but, it, like you said, you said it's like fuck. But that's what I'm saying. Is like uh, going back to the one, the long distance relationship. I don't want closure to that. No. Like I, I feel like there was times when she made attempts to want that closure. She doesn't deserve it. Absolutely not. After ghosting me, like. Mm-hmm. After not being an adult about it, this is the thing about it. We're all adults here. It's like, I, I, I don't get, like, I get it. We all come from, you know, different upbringings, different um, mentalities. But can we act like fucking adults and not high schoolers anymore? Like, Well, that's literally it when it comes to ghosting is people's 
emotional immaturity mm-hmm. and like selfishness. And I don't mean like you're protecting yourself selfishness. I mean like you're literally being just selfish, like the negative sense of selfish. Because mm-hmm. ghosting is more about what's happening in your sense of mind and what your emotional state is and is literally like you cannot handle the good, the bad or whatever. So you go someone and it's also just inconsiderate as fuck. And some people know it's inconsiderate and still don't care. Mm-hmm. There are people out there that ghost out of pure just like i cannot like it is easier for me to not talk to this person ever again than to give them that closure Mm -hmm. and that's one thing but it's also like again it's it's like it's fueling that anxiety cycle of the more you avoid conversations like that the more anxious those conversations or the possibility of those conversations make you Mm -hmm. practice makes perfect y'all just take the risk have the hard conversations nobody's perfect at it um, but that's what practicing communication is about. Oh, that was my word for the year last year. Communication, people. Communication. All right, SpongeBob. Yeah. Anna Montana yeah. said it best. Nobody's perfect. No, no, that was the, never mind. That was a whole <laughs> different nobody's perfect. That's Jake Holes. <laughs> but yeah, um, all, overall, it's, uh, heartbreaks uh breakups are hard um most of the time i'm left heartbroken um the time i do want to say this i I did force a breakup like by uh i don't know if you know this deandre but in middle school uh one of our closest friends so i was dating someone one of our closest friends he liked her for the longest time and once he found out we were going out, he was giving me shit about it. Like, literally did not want to be my friend anymore. Which, what? <laughs> yeah. Which uh, I could understand where he's coming from. But also now I'm like, why didn't you make your move? Right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, but again, it, it, there's also the bro code. But I honestly, like, we were immature uh, teenager back then. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah. So, and at some point, it was going good, but then I couldn't take that negativity from uh, my friend. And I'm just like, shit, I don't want, and this is the coward side of me, I couldn't do a breakup because I've never done it. I Usually someone broke up with me. So I was like, how should I do this? So literally, I made the relationship really uncomfortable. Like, mm-hmm. I was being very emo, very distant. Like, we would still talk. We would still be together. But it's just like I always had this dark cloud on me, even though it was like kind of like an act a little bit. So, yeah, eventually she did break up with me. And I'm just like, well, I got what I wanted, but now it sucks for me. So mm-hmm. I was like, fuck. I had no Again. idea of any of that. What the fuck? <clears throat> you didn't? No. Uh, do, do, do you know which one that I'm referring to? Which relationship? I don't know, actually. Uh, You're going to type... I, I will... You're gonna have to slide the name in the chat. Uh, oh, oh yeah. Okay. That's perfect. Yeah. Perfect. <laughs> you know what? While Teddy does that, Yesenia, you, you're, not, you're not sliding out of this. Go on now. No, you are not. Um... Okay, I think in terms of breakups, I was thinking about like the relationships I considered significant, but then I'm like, actually, that's making me seem like Mm. I'm the person being broken up with. But I think I've also done some like manipulative shit to break up with someone. Um, So I'll start there because it also explains to just how 
like mentally immature I was at the time, but also I just, I needed a lot of help at that age. Um, but in high school, I was dating this person who I knew was in love with me. Like I can ask him to go bring me the sun and he would have done it. Um, and at some point me and my first love, like we were really close and we would hang out all the time and we were like best friends at the time, but he like wanted me back. And I remember one day we were washing our cars and I was like, I think we were like cleaning his tires or I don't know if we were washing my mom's car, but we were cleaning tires and I like nudged him because we were laughing about something and like he leaned over and kissed me. And it was like that moment that I realized like I'm going to get this boy back, but I was already in another relationship. So I purposefully started an argument with my boyfriend to escalate it into like this big situation. And I gaslit the fuck out of him and broke up with him. And two weeks later, started talking to my first love again. Um, the shittiest thing I could have ever done. And I think looking back at it, because my first love was dating somebody at the time and i didn't know that my sister actually found out and then told me and then i got it confirmed by a friend um once like senior year started um that was just such a shitty and like thinking about that version of me because i was i was so depressed and suicidal and i wanted attention and i really wanted love Mm -hmm. and i was just desperate to get it from the people that i felt like i wanted it from you know Mm -hmm. and I hate that version of myself and I'm very happy to say that I got my karma for it for sure. And it taught me so much, especially with like just seeking help in general. Um, So needless to say, my karma did come back and bite me in the ass times 10. Mm -hmm. Um, So that was one breakup. Uh, Another breakup was, and it was a very long breakup, but, uh, my relationship that I was in when I first met y'all and I was first going to school uh, to, to JC with y'all, um, it was a day of graduation. And I remember he thought I was cheating on him with one of our friend's current boyfriends at the time. Um, if y'all remember who I graduated with or who like what other person who's no longer in our group, uh, we graduated together. But my boyfriend at the time thought I was cheating on him with with this guy and he was dating our friend. So I was like, what the hell? Like, that's that's not no, like not at all. Uh, I'll put I'll put names in the chat. Okay, I'm I'm, I'm, I'm trying to, but go ahead. Keep going. So we ended up getting into this huge fight. Yeah, you know who I'm talking about. Like, you really think I was cheating on you with him? Whatever. Anyways, (laughs) Um, We got into a huge fight. He ruined my graduation. I went home and I cried myself to sleep. And so I gave it a few days and I finally texted him like, we need to talk and no response. Texted him a few days later. We need to talk. No response. Two weeks later goes by and I still haven't heard a word from him. He literally ghosted me all summer long. So he moved and like started a new job and did all these things that I had to find out through coworkers because I worked with his sister-in-law at the time and never told me any of this. And I was too embarrassed to say that we were in a bad place. So everyone that would ask me how we were doing, I'd be like, Oh yeah, we're good. It's fine. Um, and it wasn't until the end of summer that I finally realized 
he just didn't want me anymore. And I sent him a breakup text. And of course, that's when he responded, right? Was like, I was scared that this was going to happen. Like, I've been like, I've been regretting the day that this text would come and all this shit. I remember I had to pull over to read his message because I was like on the verge of crashing because I was so fuming with like rage. Like, if you don't talk to me all summer, but you regret the fact that I have to send you this breakup text. Um, so I sent the breakup text, but we technically never broke up because we started dating again. <laughs> what? We started dating again and it was a cycle of we would be good for a few weeks and then he would ghost me for a few weeks and then he needed something and then I would come running to him and then he'd ghost me and then he'd need me and then we'd be together and it literally lasted like that until like, I think till I moved to Chico and it wasn't until I moved to Chico that I like had finally put my foot down and was like, no, I'm done. Like this is done and over with. So I thought, because even in Chico, we dated again for like a month and then it was it wasn't gonna work because it was long distance and I was busy. Yeah. Um and then we didn't talk or anything. And so one day I was drunk and he was drunk and he called me and I'm leaving a frat. I had just got into a frat fight at some agricultural frat, and it was literally like some white girl talking shit about my friend and me being at Chico surrounded by a bunch of like people who were being racist. I like stood my ground into this huge fight was leaving walking home drunk and that guy calls me is like hey you want to come visit me so I was like yeah so he flew me out to hawaii where he was living at the time wow. uh and yeah we broke up again and then we dated last year <laughs> and officially have like ended things um i think teddy when it comes to like what you were saying is like there's all these like what if and like the lack of closure. It's literally what it felt like for years. It just felt like we never gave it a fair shot. I never got like a proper breakup. And I think it took me to to having one final like real authentic shot to realize I didn't have feelings for him anymore, at least not in that way. Yeah. And there was just way too much harm there. There was like way too much damage that him and I just don't have capacity to talk about. I, I don't think I could talk about it with him and I don't think he could talk about it with me. Mm hmm. Um, I love him as a person and I will always wish him the best, but I'm not in love with him the way I used to be at 19, 20. Mm -hmm. Um, and that was a really great way to end that relationship finally, even though it took me like six years. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then, you know, y'all know this more recent one. I'm going to make it really brief because I hate talking about him in the sense of just like, it doesn't serve me anymore. Uh, I met someone in 2020 moved in with him like within three months of dating and in february of last year we i decided to move out because i was tired of feeling sad and anxious about who he was talking to which ex-girlfriend was he hitting up who was he lying about i was very insecure in that relationship and when we agreed to go to couples therapy and when we agreed to work things out i found out he fucked somebody else in my bed well our bed but I bought the bed frame, so whatever. <laughs> um, and literally, I, y'all, when you move in with a partner, guaranteed she knows every single little piece of items, garbage, 
and furniture that exists there. So don't be lying and saying like, oh, I was like cleaning out the trash or I was doing X, Y, and Z things. No, these items don't belong here because we don't own these items because I know, we know what is in our house. Mm -hmm. Um, So I literally pressed him. I was like, who the fuck was here? Like who was in my house until he finally admitted it. And he was lying the whole time until he finally admitted it. I think that was around like four or five in the afternoon. I was moved out by seven. Wow. Like I called my sister and I called my dad. I was like, we got, we got a job. I got to get out of here by the end of today. Like we got an hour and they both dropped everything that they were doing. And I moved out and I started my whole life over again. I had new apartment, new job, new semester at school. Like a whole world was shattered and I rebuilt a whole new one. Um, and the reason why I don't like talking about it is because I think for so long I was just so angry about it because it's a really fucked up thing. Um, but like I told Merrick, I think it was so necessary because I don't think I would have left him had he not made that decision to cheat on me. And I don't know if he would have left me, but it was like, it was like that final like, you i need to do some we both needed to do something for the relationship to end because we were miserable and we just kept wanting to try to get back to when we were good um and it sucks that that's the way it had to happen but like i'm better off for it hang on that seems so long ago i for, i totally forgot that relationship even happened until you started talking about it we were literally at fenton's with him like I know. How do you forget? I know. How that's forget? that's the crazy part, no, dude. Oh my god, you said that, and uh, I was like, oh my god, he was there. They were like, there for like that was the first time I met him. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Exactly. That's correct. And you know what? That goes to show a lot because there was never an interest on him meeting y'all, and I would always want to meet his friends, but there was like hesitation there but that should have been like a flag like we're talking we talked about red flags already but if they don't want to meet your friends that's a little sus yeah yeah you talked about it in the very last episode mm-hmm. fucking you gotta get if you want to be my lover you gotta get, you gotta with, get my with my friends <laughs> yeah friends will never end. i don't i don't know the lyrics <laughs> but uh, <laughs> but yeah man like I can't believe that. I totally forgot I met this dude. Only it was only one time, so I guess you know, in the grand scheme of things, it it didn't really matter because only we only met him the one time, or at least I did. Except we have a group picture with him, and I can't crop him out of it. I should ask Nikki to crop him out of it. Yeah, we know someone who can crop him out of there, or Photoshop his ass. (laughs) You know, Photoshop another face onto him, make it like he was never there. Boo boo. William Levy's face, my ass. (laughs) Yeah, no, that's, yeah. that's that's fucking crazy. Now, um, I know you and you and this new guy aren't, you know, official. Although I'm gonna keep pressing you to, you know, make it official. Uh, how, so is this your way to transition into heartbreak? Yeah, I'm just like, you know, it's, I hope this guy doesn't break your heart. I really don't, <laughs> you know. Uh, no, but I have to break his. No, can you not, please? Like, ugh. Well, this is a good segue. I like it. It was very unintentional, but I'll be honest. Yesenia, if you if you break this man's heart, I will I will I will fuck you up. <laughs> Look, this guy is 
very kind and very nice. And if I was in a different space emotionally, I think Don't I would do be it. all over it. Don't do it. But you're doing it. I do not have emotional capacity for a guy like him right now. Um, and it sucks. Trust me. You I've been be honest to him then. Oh, and I have been. Um, yeah. And I literally talk about this in therapy because I'm like, he's perfect. Why don't I want him? Because my little like traumatized feather of myself is traumatized. Like I'm trying to heal from bigger things and like love right now. And I don't want to ruin somebody in that process. It's not fair. Okay, but see, you, you explain that to him, it, that that makes sense. I would have taken that, like, because it would make, I'm like, I get it. I understand. If he's an adult about it, right? Like, because mm-hmm. people can be childish nowadays. But, oh, he's yeah. for sure an adult about it, because when I broke it off with him last summer, mm-hmm. and I told him straight up, like, I wasn't over my ex and like he was my ex was popping back up in my life from like not directly, but people had taken like his class and then were raving about him and it just brought up a whole emotional thing for me. And I realized like, oh, I never really processed my breakup because I had to start all over and had to like redo my life. You know, I was focused Mm -hmm. on that. So I told him straight up, like, I'm not over my ex. I have a lot of processing to do. Um, I'm not ready for a relationship. He literally said he understood. It was okay. He like was there too um, because he was in a nine year relationship. So he was so fucking nice about me not being ready. And I told him, how do you like, (laughs) yeah, is this real? And I told him I don't have emotional capacity for a committed relationship. He lives in the city. I don't want to move into the city and I don't know if I want to stay in the Bay and I don't want, I moved for a boy. I don't want to stay for a boy. And he was very understanding of that. So he, he knows where we are. I think I need to have a more pressing conversation about like, this just can't continue forward because I don't want to hurt you. And I don't want to like lead you on. Mm-hmm. Um, he's out of the country right now. So I got to wait till he gets back. Now, are you going to like, <clears throat> Are you going to completely cut him off? Or are you going to, you know, do the whole we could be friends thing? Or do you not need that? Or you know? I don't think being friends would be a good idea. Because right. what I don't want is for him to continue making these efforts and engaging in these actions. That's going to change my mind when my mind's not going to change. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, you don't want him to keep trying in the hopes of... It's that, it's that old, you know, you know, guys are only friends with girls to try to get in their pants type thing. You don't want him to get the idea that the wrong idea that, Oh, she still wants to be friends. So maybe there's still a chance type deal. Yeah. um, And honestly, like this is going to make me sound like a horn dog, but I would still hump him if we were just friends. So (laughs) I I cannot, (laughs) that's not fair to either one of us specifically, not him. Hey, just if you're honest. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, I, I'll take honesty over like. Oh yeah, easily. You know, it's it's so hard to find it now. Like people mm-hmm. will not open up. Like, uh Yeah, man. Honesty is the best policy. Even if, like, even in the case of Yesenia, where um, you know, it 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 hurts the person. You know, it's you got you got to rip the bandaid off at some point. Yeah, you don't want to keep that person going and all that shit. But like, if it's over, it's over. You know, 
if they accept it, that's that's great. If not, then a, that's on them. That speaks more to them than it does you, I guess. Mm-hmm. But um, I guess yeah. Since we're still talking about the heartbreak, uh, I guess I did mention it at the top. Like yeah, I, I I've had my heartbroken this last the relationship before man like i thought kind of like in yesenia's case you know this this she was perfect she was everything i could have wanted and more and a girl we like the same music uh she didn't like anime but was willing to watch anime for me which was dope uh she was willing to put up with me watching <laughs> basketball and football uh and I, I just, uh, I may sound like a prude, but I mean, she was a fat ass white girl. I mean, I don't know what, what do you want from me. Like, I, I, I definitely had a type at the time, but um, at the time, hey, <laughs> keep your mouth shut. <laughs> but no, uh, um, and then yeah, you know, I got that, I got that, that, that dreaded text that we were done. Okay, she didn't say it like that, but you know, essentially, it's to shorten it and yeah man that 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 whole that if it, it seems surreal you know because like i said i said before like i was putting in all this effort and time and money and my soul into this other person you know and supporting her and her her uh ventures into into uh teaching music to kids and you know animal shelters all this other kind of stuff and I was like 100% in with her on all this. I was going to help her out as best I could, support her as best I could. And then it all just, it, it, I don't want to say, you know, when the heartbreak or, or when the breakup happens, it all seems kind of like a waste because it's like, well, what did I do all that for? You know, but I didn't, I didn't feel that way because I, I tried my hardest Things just didn't work out as much as oh, as much as I would have liked for them to have worked out at the time. Uh, and as heartbroken as I was at the time, much like Yesenia said, uh, just being she was open and honest with me, which is all 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 I ever asked for about uh, from a partner really. And she, in the entire time we were together, she was always open and honest with me about everything, and I appreciated that about her. And she didn't sugarcoat anything uh when we broke up and it hurt but uh it it definitely didn't hurt as much as it could have hurt because she was honest with me yeah and i was like okay fine this this sucks i don't like it i have to accept it but you know you were honest with me and that's at the end of the day that's all i that's all i literally ever asked for so I guess thank you for that. <laughs> yeah, man, that that heartbreak shit, it shit's never fun, man. But Tay likes going through it, like I said. I'm at the point where I don't know anymore. I it's I don't know. I've been very pessimistic about it. Like what truly is a relationship or like what are people looking for in a relationship? Because every time I try to do something, it just backfires. And I'm like, I don't know what to do. Mm-hmm. I've had my heart broken too many times now. And I'm like, 
and I know it's not gonna stop, but it's like right, and to, and you as long as you know that, I mean, because yeah, this isn't gonna. I don't want this to turn into like a therapy session or anything, but like that shouldn't keep you from trying. You know what I mean? Yeah, I get I it. I, I get it. The, the bravest thing you can do when it comes to love is take a risk because exactly. regardless if you get your heart broken if you get ghosted if they reject you there also is the people who accept you the people who are honest with you the people who reason with you but every time you put yourself out there you're just getting one step closer to the person that you're looking for yeah that's what i, I keep trying to tell not just like you but like our other friends um it's like yeah, yeah, man. It's, it, uh, relationships are scary, you know. Finding other people are scary. It, it's scary. It's a scary mm -hmm. process, and it's and it's long and it's tedious. No yeah. one wants to go through the starting over phase. I get it. It's mm -hmm. awkward as fuck to meet someone, yeah. and you have to go through the whole "Hi, I'm so and so. I like X, Y, and Z. Are you gonna be okay with that?" <laughs> you know. Mm -hmm. It's 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 annoying to get to do that. I get it, but man. What Yasinia said is so true. When when you just find that person that accepts you for who you are, you know, and it's all because you took the bravest step of all, and that's put yourself out there. Whether it's you go to a bar and you spark up a conversation with the with the girl at the bar, or mm -hmm. you maybe you have someone at work you admire from afar or something. You know mm -hmm. that rhymed. That was a bar. Did you guys hear that shit? <laughs> um or shit even like making a making a goddamn tinder or a hinge or a bumble Ooh, let's make teddy a hinge absolutely not i would definitely be all in on making teddy a hinge i think yeah. i think hinge would be great Stay for tuned him. for the next soft boiling episode where we make teddy a hinge profile i'm gonna curate I need Ooh, a bumble actually a bumble profile because the ladies have to contact you first that's true i've actually had a lot more luck on bumble then uh, i don't have bumble so i don't know uh bumble's great but it's also because i know i have to reach out first and, I don't want yeah, and you don't want you don't want that that weight on your shoulders <laughs> which that should give y'all a hint as to how my dating life is currently going mm. <laughs> yeah gosh girl i bet yours is better than mine because i am just missing yeah real quick since we're on that subject what what what's what is the dating world like for teddy now getting rejected that's what's been happening but are you're you're putting yourself out there you're asking you're seeking yeah i i'm definitely asking like if i see someone attractive like i'm like yeah um, and you're and you're a gentleman i don't you're not a, dege a degenerator or at least not during the when the sun is out i hope like i, I hope it i don't look like that but yeah I, like you know if i've talked to them a couple times and then that's the thing though i can't just walk up to someone like casually and just like hey i think you're pretty would you like to go out with me like no i can't like it has to be like maybe not so forward you know, but i i you get it can't or you're too shy and don't want the rejection um i personally think i don't have the confidence for that yet like i recognize that i need uh certain settings certain like you know but you know it's not i don't think I'm not capable of it, but it's like it's just not my style. Mm -hmm. Yeah, definitely. I've had to talk to you at least because there's a lot of beautiful people in the world. There's a lot of cool people in the world. Yeah, there like, is. I love just, being pansexual for that reason. Yeah. <laughs> just by seeing them one time, 
like especially if it's like out in the wild i can't um i don't know like especially again there's a time and place for it you know mm-hmm. i think it's more acceptable in a bar or like a public setting like where people are actually trying to find people but like stuff like at work stuff at like um i can't not my work but you know if someone is working like mm-hmm. oh i think this cashier is very pretty but how i go about that is just like hey like you know i just give them a compliment and that's how i go about with things just give them a compliment and leave mm-hmm. number one lesson of drake and josh <laughs> <laughs> oh my god yeah I, I was literally thinking of that oh uh, but yeah and it's not i'm not just trying to do it to like you know potentially have them ask me out no it's like because it's genuine like hey cool shirt you know you have a great smile even though we don't see smiles anymore because of these fucking masks but you know uh so that i can do but to go up to a stranger and ask them out mm, no yeah it's a it's a daunting it's a daunting uh experience yeah Um, what about going up to a stranger and just sliding them your number and then just if it happens it happens and if it doesn't it doesn't i don't think i have that power no 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 i know you have that power i do not Damn, I forgot about that. Oh my god. I can't believe you fucking gave this dude and you ran away full on skirt like speed racer out of there. Fucking smoke coming from your heels. Look, just because I had the confidence to give him my number. Let me let me rephrase rephrase that. I had the liquid courage to give him my number. Mm -hmm. I did not have the liquid courage to stay and have a conversation with him. I also felt stupid because I was like, wow, you're not going to ID me. How do you know I'm 21? And I didn't even have my ID with me. <laughs> made a big ass deal. And then he ID'd me and I was like, oh, I don't have it. Good job, girl. Good job. So he was cute, though. He probably had a girlfriend. I don't know. And yeah, like that would have stopped some people. I know, right? People Damn, I hella forgot about that. That felt like a lifetime ago. And it was just last year. You do that more often. Just like, Yesenia, here's my number. Was good. <laughs> Actually, I was watching this video the other day that um, this chick was like matching with people on. I don't know if it was like Tinder or Hinge or something. But like, rather than like the small talk, she asks them like, what's a conspiracy theory? You're like, dead set believe that it's the truth and i think for me and like y'all know how i am i think that's a question i need to start asking people because that'll let me know who can roll with me and who needs to roll the fuck away from me (laughs) see that's what i started doing when i when i met people on bumble and stuff is i would just ask the most outlandish questions just to garner a response and see where the, see where it goes from there. Because if if they have a sense of humor, then they'll laugh about it and they'll give me a clever, funny response probably. And if not, then it's like, all right, cool. Like you said, you can't rock with me. I need it. I need a bounce. Yeah. Let me see if I can pull up any outlandish conversations from my hinge conversations. But uh, Teddy, I hear you, man. On the on the perfect setting, uh, it's like approach people. I mean, yeah, definitely. Uh, like I said, it's a daunting task, but I think yeah, with the right with the right people around you and in the right setting, man, you could you could do anything. I really feel like that's why that's why I've been I've been so adamant o- over the last year or so that we all just one Saturday night, if we're all free or most of us are free, 
And you just put on put on some nice clothes on like a Friday or a Saturday night. Go out to a college town like Berkeley or Davis or uh, fucking or even maybe not even a college town. Maybe just go out with a city that's got a popping nightlife like like San Francisco or something. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And just and just go bar crawling or something or hit a couple. I, I don't want to say clubs, but we can you know, we like to drink so we can go to a couple bars. Yeah. You know, go bar crawling a little bit. You know what I mean? You, you don't. You don't gotta. You don't gotta get get a go home with a chick that night. But you know, at least go spark up a conversation with a couple of the ladies in the night. You know what I mean? And just exactly. get a number. Get a number or two here or there. And hey, text them the next morning. See where it goes. You feel me? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, you know, you gotta. You just gotta start somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. It'll and all. It'll again, all happen. Like talking to strangers is not something that's hard for me but you know having that interest i think that's where i'm like my brain starts to do things where it's just like nah bruh nah (laughs) i don't know if this is true or not but they do this in the tv shows i think i don't know maybe i'm just fantasizing it in my head but uh talk to someone you're not interested in oh yeah and then i feel like you know, and then maybe that'll translate. That'll help you boost your confidence a little bit more into, you know, talking mm-hmm. to the people you are. Yeah. True. You might not be interested in them and then they end up being the love of your life. Mm-hmm. Or I'm oblivious as a fuck and I don't realize it. <laughs> I mean, let's face it. We're guys. We don't, we don't know shit. Dude, there's sometimes I'm just like, what? <laughs> yeah, right. When? You're lying. Yeah, because I'm just like, I think I can count two instances where I was just like, someone was actually interested interested in me. And I'm like, me? Third world ugly over here? <laughs> Teddy, you need to shut your mouth. Uh, no, I'll open it wide. You know, it's also the worst thing. This is like back more like back in middle school when when a girl would tell you, oh, I know I know someone that likes you and you'd ask who and they wouldn't tell you. It's like, what the fuck? Yeah, are you t- right. what the fuck are you telling What's me this point? for? Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I got that so because much. That person was always us. That's cat. Really? No, I, I kind of believe that 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 kind of makes sense. Any boy. From like element, like later elementary and middle school, that I was like, I know someone that likes you. It was always me. I was the one. I. It was me. All along. All along, and that's how I got my middle school boyfriend. <laughs> shout out to middle school boyfriend. No, we don't shout him out. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Fuck you, middle school boyfriend. No, we don't do that either. We we don't have feelings about it. We just wish them well and a, well away exactly. from us. Well, <laughs> hey, we wish you the best uh, in life and your future endeavors. So or, you're telling me if if you walk like you come across each other, you would how how would you react? I mean, I'd probably acknowledge their existence and just mm-hmm. keep it pushing. Maybe, like, if we made uncomfortable eye contact, I'd probably, like, give a smile. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, I don't know who he is nowadays, and he doesn't know who I am nowadays. Mm-hmm. I don't wish him any harm. I don't wish him any, like, wrongdoing or anything. We're just, we're, we got our own worlds, and we had what we had, and it was great, and it was cute being, you know, 12, 13, 14, 15 in love. 
And now I know what real love looks like too, as an adult, you know, so not to say that what I felt for him in middle school and high school wasn't real love. It's just a grandly different love. Um, not, I don't know. Sometimes I don't really count my middle school and high school relationships because it's so different from what I experience now. But like, I validate the feelings that I felt and the problems that I had, but I don't hold anything against those people. And I hope they don't hold anything against me because that was like 10 years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, and if y'all are holding things against people from that long ago, please seek support. Like You got some stuff to work through. And I would know because I had to, too. <laughs> um, but yeah, I don't, I don't wish any of those people wrong or harm. Sounds like me and my dad. Stop. <laughs> Is that what I'm going to say about my dad in like 10 years from now? Yeah, I, I wish him well. Coming up on a future episode of Stop Boiling, Daddy Issues. Daddy Issues. <laughs> oh, my. <laughs> oh, my God. What a fool. <laughs> oh, man. Who could? Oh, oh, I probably know some. Well, I don't know if I know anyone else has Daddy Issues. We'll figure it out. <laughs> you know, parents can break your heart, too. Family can break your heart. Oh, that's true. Mm-hmm. I don't. I don't know if I've ever had my heart broken by a family member other other than like, you know, when you're a kid and, you know, your mom or I guess your parents, you know, maybe they hit you or like maybe they yell at you a little too much. And in that moment, you're just you're just like, why? Why is why are they yelling at me? You know, that kind of shit like would break your heart. It's a different kind of heartbreak. Yeah. Um, But yeah, I mean, at least at, at least for me personally, that's that's where mine kind of stemmed stemmed from there was this cheesy saying that i used to have saved in my notes that was like my dad broke my heart before any boy could i was like who the fuck what 16 year old emo stuff was i doing at that age (laughs) but like it's also very true (laughs) but i am thankful for the like lessons that my dad taught me uh at least in the sense at least he got to teach you some life lessons Oh my god. Knock knock. Dean. Mm-hmm. Knock knock. Knock oh, who's there? Not your dad. Hmm. <laughs> hmm. <laughs> oh <laughs> my goodness. Yikes. Uh. All right. <laughs> well. You know what? We're at the On pit. that note. We're at Dean. Dad didn't leave. Yeah, we're at the fifty-eight minute mark. I think I think it's time to end this. You're getting a little too sassy now for your for your your own good. It's the sassiness coming out. Um, I mean Theodore Evelyn Mosby. Thank you so much for being with us on today's episode. Is there anything else you would like to say? Anything you want to let the people know? Uh, potentially where the people can find you. Uh, don't give up hope because I haven't given up of hope. Uh, but yeah, you know, just be yourselves. Uh, let the heartbreaks, all the relationships that you guys go through as lessons because they're key points in our, our history. Like there'll be memories or core memories that will uh, stay with us. Um, 
just make sure that you have the proper support system because there'll be good times and then there will be hard times. I am grateful to have the best support system here on the Ramen Raiders. And yeah. Uh, you can find me again on Instagram uh, at Ted the Bear. Maybe uh, I might be a content creator soon. I don't know. Are you, but... are you dropping some exclusive information right now, sir? No, no. I don't you know what you're talking about. But yeah. <laughs> But yeah, thanks again for having me. Uh, uh, it was, I guess, nice to go down memory lane. Uh, yes, and we appreciate you for being here. Thank you for making time to sit down and chat with us about, again, a heavier topic. Um, you can also hear Teddy on our other podcast, Simmering with the Ramen Raiders. Teddy is often um, a guest star on that podcast as well. Dean, the machine. Anything else you want to add? Uh, nah, I think Teddy, Teddy, and you hit it. Uh, thanks, thanks, Teddy, for coming. We appreciate you. Uh, we'll have to have you back on for another episode, <clears throat> hopefully on a much uh, lighter subject matter. <laughs> it sucks that the first like heavy episode, it, uh, you had to be a part of it. But I knew that uh, you were the perfect man for the job. So thank you for being here. <laughs> Thank you, thank you. Yes, of course. Uh, thanks, everybody, for sticking around with us for this uh, last hour. Hopefully, you enjoyed what you heard. Hopefully, you're sticking around for more. If you didn't like it, well, get the fuck out of here. We don't need you. Until next time, I'm DeAndre. She's Yesenia. And you've just been... Soft-boiled. <laughs>